Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Breakfast and Chit Chat with me, your host, Miss Adzo. And more specifically, welcome to day eight of the Seek First the Kingdom series. Thank you for coming and welcome back. Today, I've titled my message, The God Who Sees the God Who Lives. So let's get right into it. So I'm going to be reading from Genesis chapter 16 from verse 1 all the way up till verse 14. And basically, a quick summary of the chapter or the selected verses is that um, we hear about how God has basically promised Abraham and Sarah that he'll give them a child and he'll make them the parents of many nations and all that yummy good stuff. But Sarah and Abraham decide that they're going to put things into their own hands and they're going to help God execute this plan because first things first, like Sarah is too old to have kids and she hasn't been able to have them for like a long time. So it only makes sense that maybe God was trying to say, I'm not going to give you a kid through your regime and womb, but maybe I'm going to give you a kid through someone else. So Sarah basically goes to Abraham and goes, I'm going to give you my maid. You can sleep with her and we'll help fulfill God's promise. So Sarah sleeps with Hagar and she Hagar's pregnant with a son. Hagar gets a little bit, you know, excited and she's starting to look at Sarah with the side eye. And Sarah's just like, nah, B, that's not happening. So she goes to Abraham and goes, yo, Abraham, the woman who you have who has your kid is now looking at me sideways and you need to chase her out abraham goes no i'm not gonna do it she's your maid so if you're gonna do something about it you do it so sarah goes to hagar and basically just cusses her out and because of that hagar runs away so that's the part that i'm kind of maybe i'm just gonna read Um, In verse 7, Now the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shirin. And he said, Hey God, Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I flee from the presence of my mistress Sarah. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord God has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man, his hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. For she said, Have I also here seen him who sees me? Therefore the will was called the well was called by Bear Laham Roy. Observe it is between Rakash and Bard. And that is the end of the reading. So let's just talk about it. God has made a promise to Abraham and to Sarah. And he's basically said, I'm going to pull this miracle out for you. And I'm letting you know now that you're going to have kids. 
a lot of the times we as Christians have been promised some things by God, but a lot of the times if it doesn't happen in the time that we want it to happen, we end up just going on default and trying to make the miracle our own almost like we're trying to help God with a miracle and it doesn't work like that because what ends up happening is we try so hard and we waste so much time and we end up sinning in order to fulfill this promise and then that inevitably creates anger and resentment and bitterness towards the person or towards God because this thing that he promised I would have isn't working out the way that he'd said it was going to happen but really it was you and it was your fault so we have Sarah then having a problem with Hagar looking her like at her sideways because that's not what she wanted you know what i'm saying so i think as christians sometimes we just need to realize that when god promises something it might not come in the time that we want it to come but it will come when it is the right time for us when is the best time for us to have that blessing the next thing that i learned is that god will always give provision for what he has in store for us there's nothing that's impossible for God but if you realize that you keep trying to do something over and 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 it's not working sometimes the problem might not be that that thing is impossible to do but the problem is that it's not in alignment with the will of God so for example if i thought that god wanted me to start a it business and i went and i got a loan and i went and i started this business i bought a property i bought all the equipment and the business just kept flopping and it kept flopping and it kept flopping sometimes instead of trying to keep on going you need to just stop and reconvene and be like yo god is this really what you want me to do because if it's something that god wants you to do all you got to do is be there and he'll do the rest and i think that's what um part of this series is about is that if we seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness everything else that's around us everything else that's been promised to us will just be added unto us we don't have to like qualify ourselves to get this thing it's been ordained for us it's been put in the sand for us it's there it's been written in the tablets it's been written in the books that it'll be yours so just don't worry about it it's going to come when it comes another thing i want to talk about is what do you do while you wait for your miracle or for your blessing Sarah and Abraham panicked and put things into their own hands but can you imagine what would have been happened if they'd prayed or even just had a little bit more faith that God would fulfill his promise so my encouragement is that we read your bible pray prepare yourself for when your blessing comes i love this really interesting sermon called a wild woman by sarah jakes you guys should definitely definitely watch it i'll link it in the i don't know what it's called but i'm going to call it a description box below but it talks this in more depth so if you want to look into it you should definitely check it out the next thing i want to talk about is when hagar left and she went to the wilderness. Hagar went and she was crying at the well and she's like, "God, why have you forsaken me?" And God comes to her through this angel and basically the angel reassures her that 
everything is going to be alright. Go back and I will figure everything else out for you. Your son is going to be blessed and don't worry about it. And for me, it just reminded me that as Christians, sometimes we feel like we've been forsaken and God is not with us. Um, And especially like when we feel like someone's not treating us the way that we want to be treated or like we feel like there's been an injustice done towards us we feel like sometimes God isn't listening to us anymore we feel like God is kind of forsaken and and turned out back on us and it's almost like God I didn't ask to be here you put me here why am I going through this and I know for sure that sometimes I feel that way there are times where I'm just like God I don't want to be here like why am I here you know I would rather be somewhere else right now and even like this week I felt like that especially with moving from being employed to being self-employed it is the weirdest thing ever because you're used to having like a consistent uh, flow of income and then all of a sudden there's nothing and you're just like God what do I do I'm confused like what are you saying fam so I think what I like about this and that's why I read it is that again God comes in and swoops in just at the right time and goes yo like I got you you know what I'm gonna bless you and I'm gonna bless your seed you're pregnant with a son here's what you're gonna call him here's my promise to you and this is what you need to do again god gives you a promise and when god gives you a promise he gives you a solution with that promise and then hagar says you are the god who sees y'all listen i just love that that god is the god who sees that no matter what happens to us No matter how far away we think we are from God, God is the God who sees. No matter how significant or not significant you feel, God will always see and he always hears. So, I'm going to just summarize what I think I learned from this story. The first thing I learned is that when God gives you a promise, he will fulfill it in his due timing. Never put God's promise into your own hands and try to manufacture a miracle for yourself. God's in control. Just be patient and let God work in due time. Everything will be fine. The second thing that I learned is that no matter whether you're Christian or you're not Christian, God is a God who hears and he's a God who is alive and listening to everything that you say. So sometimes when you think that you're alone and no one else can be there for you, be rest assured that God is there knocking at your door of your heart saying, I want to be there for you. I want to listen to you. I want to talk to you. And he's always got his arms wide open. And that's why when Jesus died on the cross, he died on the cross with his arms stretched out. For me, it's a sign that He's welcoming you and he's ready to hug you and ready to embrace you in his arms. And his arms are stretched so far out that it never gets to a point where it's too full. There's always room for you and there's always room for more people. So that's what I learned today. I hope you learned something with me. We'll just close in a word of prayer and I will see you again next time. So let us pray. 
Father God, we come before your throne of glory and mercy. And we just want to thank you for this opportunity to share this word with each other. Father God, even as we come towards the end of this series, we just pray that it may impact the people in the way that you want it to. I pray for each and every person who feels like they are deserted or they feel that they've been neglected or they feel like they've been treated badly. I pray that you may comfort them and you may send people to them that will help them through this process and they may give them the strength heavenly father to go through with whatever situation that they're going through help them to forgive those who trespass against them father god even as you forgive us for our trespasses father god i want to pray that you may help us to be patient with all the promises that you've promised us i pray heavenly father and i just want to thank you that you fight battles for us and you listen to us and you answer us in the right time thank you and I give you the glory and the praise for this day and I just pray that this may be helpful to someone out there in the mighty and most precious name of Jesus I thank you amen thank you again so much for listening to breakfast and chit chat with me miss Fadzo have an awesome day bye